Hi, welcome to our podcast, She Inspires. A podcast created to inspire community, connection, empowerment, and courage. Designed for women who are committed to standing tall, living bravely, dreaming big, and celebrating life fully. I'm Gina Marie. I'm Haley. Hello! Hello, everybody, and happy week after Thanksgiving. Happy week after Thanksgiving! What a week. Mm-hmm, what a Actually, what a week. <laughs> I had a phenomenal week from start to end. Last week? Mm-hmm. How did you? I mean, I thought it was a big success. Were we in Colorado last week? We were in Colorado. We were on Monday. At this time. A week ago today. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, we were in like Colorado together, and it was just a fantastic time. It was really magical. I have, we were in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, mm-hmm. which is in the mountains. Mm-hmm. We saw a wolf. We saw a wolf. We saw a wolf. Everyone said, was it a coyote? And I said, no. No, it was huge. <laughs> huge. But do we still didn't figure out what that means for us, right? Or did we? Something about connecting to our power and oh. knowing our purpose. Mm. And we said, well, we like all those things, so we'll take them. Exactly. If anyone knows what a wolf sighting means, let us know. Please. We're curious. So the thing curious. was huge, though. Ran across the street and over the mountains. It was amazing, one, to see the wolf, and two, to be in the mountains, and mm. it snowed. We had a giant snowstorm. Oh, I know. But you know what? For them, they said it wasn't even giant. For That's us, true. <laughs> we thought it was a giant snowstorm. We came out to get into our car, and it was covered in ice and snow, and we were like, what do we do? So we found a... Um, what would you even call that? Ice scraper. Ice scraper. Mm-hmm. Haley started going to town. I didn't even know what to do. So I just kind of was inside using the the heat to try and melt some things. My uh, good old Wisconsin roots came out. And I <laughs> Thank was God like, she knew. Somewhere when I had my like medicine memory oh and I was two God. years old. I must have seen my parents doing that. Because I did take that thing and you just you went to town. We did not. I mean, we thought this was a real real snowstorm <laughs> and then on our last day someone mentioned to us they were like oh yeah we'll have some real snow coming in i was like what do you mean some real we just got real snow <laughs> that no. snow was very real i know so y'all there was a time where gina Marie was outside with the ice pick because i did the whole front windshield and the front of the car and then we got in and we were mm. like oh my god there's a back windshield Oh, the back one. Completely forgot about it. (laughs) So, Gina Marie, I give her the ice stick, ice pick. What do you? Who knows? Something. Whatever it was, she goes to the back of the car. She's out there for a couple of minutes, scraping away. She comes in. She's too cold. Can't go back out there. It's just too cold. (laughs) cold. It was one day. It was six degrees. It was six degrees. That is cold. I've never experienced six degrees before, and. I mean, it was bitter cold. It was freezing. It was so cold, and it was so beautiful. It was just so beautiful. It was amazing. The sky, the sunsets, the mountains. There is, there's just nothing like it. No. And so if you guys find yourself in Colorado, go to Steamboat Springs and go visit Out Here Yoga. Yes. It, the community there, the people there, the, uh, the whole experience that we had out there just blew me away. Mm-hmm. I have a, um, it's actually been interesting. Everyone, when I came back to Houston, everyone's been asking me, how was Colorado? How was out here yoga? Like, how was everything? And I was like, oh, I, I don't have words. It was just so special. And they were like, 
yeah, I feel that from you. Like you really fell in love with that place. Mm -hmm. And I did. I fell in love with the community, with the people, with the mountains, with all of it. And so y'all have to go. And our dear friend, Shannon, who was on our podcast for female entrepreneurs, she is um, there and she has just created magic and she has put her heart and her soul into mm, this place and she has, has she just seeing the fruits of her labor yeah you know it's interesting that we had that whole female entrepreneur um you know uh series on our podcast and now looking at shannon and now she's three months into the business being opened man does that woman work hard Oh my gosh. She teaches how many classes a week? She said 25 a week. She is teaching 25 yoga classes a week. Mm-hmm. And cleaning the studio, getting any supplies that's needed. I She's mean, doing everything. I can't even imagine. I and mean, you small business owners, I just thought about like blonde biscotti. And like anyone who opens a new mm-hmm. business, you know, you do everything. And I, we only just got a touch of it. Yeah, we only got a touch of it. For being there for a week. And, um, I just have such an even deeper honor and respect for you. Yes. Because it really takes something. Absolutely. So the reason why we were there is that Haley was leading teacher training for Out Here Yoga. And I went to go be with her and just to help in any way that I could. And she to teach a huge some, help. Thank you. And to teach some classes. And so we had a lot of time with the people with the community. And I think that that's what made a huge difference for us is we didn't just go into like hop in and take a a class or two. Like we were there all day long Mm -hmm. and Haley was leading and it was, um, it was just really powerful. We ate at the same place. Like (laughs) every meal, every meal, salt (laughs) and lime, go get yourself some guacamole and some margaritas and steamboat. It's delicious. It is. So we had a phenomenal time. That was the start of our Thanksgiving week. Yes, it and was. um can't wait to go back. Oh my gosh. Really. Can't, can't wait. wait. Can't wait. And then um I went to Dallas to be with my family and Haley went to the Woodlands to be with her family. Mm-hmm. And um and then it was Thanksgiving. I had a great Thanksgiving. I know, me too. It was so nice. I got to see my little brother. We've talked about this a lot. We love little brothers. We love brothers so much. Gina Marie and I are both the eldest. Oh, And yes. each have one younger brother. And we just love our little brothers. I love my little brother. So I say that because I got to see him and spend time with him over Thanksgiving. He lives in San Antonio, and so it was great to have him home and get to be with him and catch yes up with him. and I got to see my brother he lives in Fort Worth and I got to be with him and he's been working his butt off so it was so nice for him to have a day off and rest and um the food was great big um success on the food because my mom did a little sneaky thing this year so she bought this butter that is basically, well, it's dairy-free butter. Mm-hmm. It's made out of nuts and all kinds of things like nutrition, nutritional yeast. And so she put that in all the dishes. So then I could eat mm-hmm. all the dishes, all of the mashed potatoes, the sweet potatoes, because my mom also can't eat dairy. And then we put almond milk in it. Mm. No one knew. We could, <laughs> and we could eat all of it. It was amazing. Like I haven't had mashed potatoes in so long, and it I was so delicious. It was one of my favorite foods. Yes. 
it was so delicious. And I was really proud of myself because I did eat all those things, mm-hmm. you know, is and, and, and Thanksgiving in the past, I've been really intense about like making my own food. Mm. But this time my mom and I made it, um, for everybody. So then we could eat everything with everybody. everybody. And it made a big difference. I know that sounds kind of silly that like eating the same food as everyone else makes a big difference, but it does. It does. You're part of the family. Exactly. If you're eating your own food, you're not, not that you're not part of the family. It it feels more isolating Mm -hmm. and my experience too, you know, and I've shared this on our podcast before about, it's such a vivid memory for me is when, you know, in Wisconsin they have, um, um, fish fry, Friday night fish fry and you get fried fish. Mm -hmm. And when I was super conscious about my weight yeah. and my health and I I felt I was overweight and I always mm-hmm. wanted to lose weight. I would always get grilled fish mm-hmm. and everyone else would be eating fried fish and french fries and right. I'd get like grilled fish and veggies. And though there was something that I wasn't part yeah. of the, part of the, the, the event mm-hmm. or part of the evening with all of them. And I wasn't, and I also, there's, I think there's something for me psychologically that I was actually limiting myself or withholding. Yes. And so then there was always that with it too, mm-hmm. uh, that I mentally wasn't fully present and all there. Yeah. Did you have good mm-hmm. food? Yes. What was your favorite thing you ate? Well, I was telling Gina Marie that my mom, so my mom is still learning about gluten-free yeah. and like how to, how to cook for me and how to involve all of that. Cause you know, we came from obviously from Wisconsin, but you know, when I was growing up, we had spaghetti all the time. Oh, we absolutely. We had dinner rolls. It I ate everything. Gluten was not even a word I think Mm-mm. my family knew about until, <clears throat> like, last year. Mm-hmm. Two. How long have I been gluten-free now? Has it been a year or two? I was going to say definitely a year. At least a year. It was in October. Mm-hmm. So it's either been one year. I think it's been one full year. I think so. I think I've been gluten-free for a year. That's amazing. It almost started in October. And my body just loves me so much better now. I know. Than it, it did before. Difference. And what's interesting, you know, when I first had all this checked out, my body was so, um, like, on high alert that it didn't like anything. Like, it didn't like bananas. It didn't like apples. Like, there was a ton of food. I was going to ask you about that. Because when we were in Colorado, I saw you eating a banana. Mm-hmm. And you used to not be able to eat those. No. I started reintroducing things slowly. So I still don't believe I could have a banana every day. Avocado will mess with me a little bit if I eat an avocado every day. Mm-hmm. And though if I go out for dinner, I can have guacamole. Yes. You know, I can have it sparingly yes. and in, in balance. Not just like a, a daily. Yes. Like we wake up, you can't have a banana every day. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I don't think I could try it. That's what was messing with me before. And so now I started slowly introducing mm-hmm. things back in. Uh, and so it's been, it's been an interesting ride. It's a wild ride with your body. I mean, mm-hmm. I imagine this is a duh statement and it's like, oh, it's like a life, it's a lifetime journey. It is. I think I'll always be looking and experimenting and, mm-hmm. you know, well, and we think about it going off topic here. Like when we get pregnant, our bodies will change again. Yes. You know, our yes. friend Jenny Noonan. She talks about she's gluten-free when she's not pregnant, and yet when she's pregnant, her body will crave that, and her body needs the carbs. Mm-hmm. And so she's able to eat it when she's pregnant. Yeah, that's interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. And then, though, when after 
I'm not sure. I should ask her when she's breastfeeding if she's gluten-free or not. But then afterwards, she'll go back because mm-hmm. her body won't react to it the same anymore. And so That's she'll go so back. That's so interesting. And so I'm sure our bodies will just continuously change and evolve. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, back to what I was getting to. My mom, this year I asked my mom, my favorite part of Thanksgiving is stuffing. And I didn't ask. And this is where it's like, I also, like you said, you cooked all your food this Thanksgiving. I need to be more responsible for myself and, like, supporting if there's something I want to mm-hmm. go and buy what mm-hmm. I know I can eat and then bring it and then cook it yes. together. Yes. But so I asked my mom. My mom was like, oh, I made gluten-free carrot cake for you and, like, all this stuff. And then I was like, oh. I was like, yay. And we are like, looking at the menu and getting everything ready. And I was like, oh, stuffing. I was like, is the stuffing gluten-free? And she was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> Stuffing's not gluten free. Oh like, my god! Oh. I go. What about the pie? Well, no. I know my pie was. I wanted the pie and I couldn't eat the pie. No. And so it's a matter of getting, you know, getting used to it. And no, I could eat turkey and yes. potatoes. Yes, but that's a good gravy. point. It's like, and that's something that um, having a food allergy. That's something that I've noticed. I've taken on is that you do really have to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's something that you want, like you're saying. Like, I should have, because I do like the, next year, I think I'm going to make a gluten-free pie. Yes. That's a great point. Like a pumpkin pie. Mm -hmm. I can do that. Or something else is like a dessert for me. Well, and I know here in Houston, like what my mom said, they're in the woodlands, and I think they went to H-E-B, and she said they just didn't have Mm. a lot of options. And though I know, I've seen it before, especially having Central Market here in Houston and Whole Foods, like between the two of them. I usually will see like gluten-free stuffing or gluten-free pie crust or something during the holidays. So I could have bought it and brought it up there and then told them, oh, hey, I'm bringing this. Mm -hmm. And could have cooked it. So you're right. It is being, it's just being more responsible for that. Yes. And believe you me, I got fed plenty. My mom was like, will you take leftovers? I was like, no, I can't. No. I know, I know. I had some good leftovers at my parents' house, but I couldn't bring it back with me um, to Houston. And, um, but there's one thing. My mom made me this, like, shrimp. This was not for Thanksgiving, but it was for the night before. She made, like, this shrimp um, stuffing with crab. Mm. And the, the, um, she used gluten-free breadcrumbs. And it was phenomenal. Mm. Like, I have thought about it since leaving, and I should make that again (laughs) because I have been thinking about it, you know? Like, I have the gluten-free breadcrumbs. I just never Mm -hmm. thought of making it. I should make it because I really, really enjoyed it a lot. It was very – my mom's a phenomenal cook. She's phenomenal. She is a phenomenal cook. cook. And she's so excellent at now because she has dietary restrictions figuring out Different ways because she things. is dairy free. She is dairy free and meat free. Does she eat meat? She eats meat, but she can't eat um, red meat, and she can't eat. Um, is pig red meat? Is that considered no. red meat? She can't eat pig. Mm. So my mom has um, some heart things that she has to have her eyes on and put her attention on, and um, so yeah, she she can't eat. Any of that stuff, mm-hmm. and she can't have she can't have eggs. Mm-hmm. She can't have any of her, and she's like cheese is her number one thing. 
Like, no when cheese. we would go to a restaurant, Italian restaurant, she would have them bring the cheese bowl and leave it. And, like, if they didn't leave it, she'd be really upset. We probably wouldn't go back there. <laughs> Your mom's, like, a lady after my own heart. I'm the same way. Y'all, when I eat pasta, it's, like, mostly cheese. <laughs> That's like, so funny. Like, it is red sauce and noodles and mostly cheese. And cheese. And like I'll a mound of yes. cheese. Yeah. And then I put it on and I mix it up. And then when there's no more flakes of cheese on the top, I go and get more. More cheese. And I put more cheese on it. Do you top. put red peppers on it? Yes. Oh, see, I can't do spicy. I don't like spicy. Have you gotten better at your spicy? I feel like you've gotten a little better. I think maybe a tiny bit, but... Um, like, for for example, one of our holiday traditions for Thanksgiving is that we have, my grandpa makes um, sausage and mushroom, mushrooms and like a red sauce. Mm-hmm. And this year it was a little too spicy for me. <laughs> and I, I put it on some of my food and um, like, I, like I had to get water immediately. <laughs> Whereas everyone else was just like, even putting red pepper flakes on, on it. it. <laughs> my, my mom has no taste buds, so she will go to the extreme. Um, for, well, I think it's extreme. She doesn't think it's extreme. <laughs> normal. Um, so yeah, it was delicious. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm getting a little bit better with, with spice. How do you feel? I'm totally going, I'm had a thought here. How do you feel after the holidays? Like, do you get sad when you leave mm, your family? I do. I actually miss my family very much right now. And, um, one of the reasons why I miss my family right now is because, my extended family comes for Thanksgiving, which is wonderful. I love it. I love being with them. However, that means I don't have as much time with my parents. I usually am pretty good about still having time with my brother, but um, with my parents, because they're t- busy taking care of everyone. Yes. So, like, when we left, I was telling Rob when we were driving, I was like, I feel like I didn't even get to really be with my parents. And I did. Like, one day my mom and I went shopping by ourselves, but it just didn't feel like enough. Yeah. So I do, um, after Thanksgiving, I usually miss my parents. Mm-hmm. I was wondering that. Like, people get, like, holiday hangovers. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's two ends of the spectrum. Some people are probably very ready to come back and have some alone time. Yeah. Or back to a routine. Because mm-hmm. I do know, you know, over Thanksgiving, too, for me, I get out of my routine. Oh, yeah. I don't work out as much. Mm-hmm. And when I'm up there, like, I don't yoga. I did yoga with my mom, though. My mom was like, um, I have a master instructor here, so you have to teach me yoga. And I was like, excuse Good me. Good for her. I'm on vacation. And she goes, mm-mm. I yoga. like that. She straight got out two mats, put her workout clothes on, and stood in front of me. Oh, and was ready to go. So off we went. We did some yoga. Good job. I mostly taught her. I asked her at the beginning. I said, Mom. How many minutes of yoga do you want? She goes, I think about 40. And I said, okay, 40 minutes. We get in there, 15 minutes in. She's like, "Mm, when are we getting to our backs and the stuff on the floor? Oh, my gosh, it's hilarious. (laughs) We're still in the beginning. I was like, Mom, we haven't even. (laughs) Mom, we haven't even done. We're not even through sunbees yet. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. And though she did a very good job. My mom's doing a very good job of doing yoga on her own at home. Yes, that's very good. And so she's doing that. And... And though I don't have it the same, you know, it's not the Mm -hmm. same as being here and getting. Absolutely. Especially when you leave. So for my Christmas, we go to my grandparents' house in Pennsylvania. We go to New York before, and then we go to Pennsylvania. We've been doing it for years. And um, then I really feel it. And that's actually when I need yoga the most. Mm -hmm. Is when I'm up there, it's freezing, everyone's Mm -hmm. stuck in, in the house. 
you know, where there's snacks everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. There's one bathroom for everyone. I mean, that's when I need yoga the most. And it's not always um, available to me. I did find a studio last year that I really liked, yeah. actually. And they, um, it was called Mission, I think. And it was like walking distance. So I would just walk myself down there. I just knew when I'd had my, my fill and I would just go. Mm-hmm. And no one asked me, you know, where are you going? They just knew. I need some yoga. I need some alone time. I need some space. Because that's actually something I was thinking about with this holiday, Thanksgiving. Um, is And even though I was very regular with my yoga practice because I go to my parents' gym and I love their yoga teachers, I always am so – and I've talked about this before. I'm always so nervous about going somewhere else, getting out of my routine, um, being with people all the time. However, this year, I did not feel nervous about it. Mm. And I also really enjoyed being with everyone. Like, in years past, I've had to, like, you know, go to the grocery store or, you know, take a, a, like a escape, walk. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel, really feel that way this year. I think that I can feel that my – those layers of me are starting to kind of, like, um, peel back. They're still there. But I'm okay if I'm not in my routine. Yes. Which was really reassuring. Yeah. Because I've been doing a lot of work on that. Yes, you have. Because you know you you are okay and mm-hmm. are going to be okay. Yep. You have like a deeper, under, at least from my perspective, you have a deeper understanding of that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's for me too. What I do is I, I used to as well stress about it oh, I'm not going to work out as much or I'm not going to get moving as much. And now, though, I just know that three days at home resting and taking care of myself in other ways than exercise also serves, like, the whole of me. Mm -hmm. Like, not only my body, but, like, my soul and my connection Mm -hmm. and, you know, the parts of me that that really need it. And so I actually – I got – was feeling a little under the weather – Luckily, I have an after Thanksgiving. It was the day after Thanksgiving. I woke up and didn't feel very well. And so, spent pretty much all day just watching movies and drinking tea and mm. snuggling under blankets. And it was real nice to be home and have my mama take care of me. Yes. When I was not feeling well. And it was though, I also think my body needed it. Mm-hmm. Like there are times when it actually supports me to rest. Mm-hmm. Like fully rest. Take a couple days where I'm not yeah. doing high intensity exercise. Or when instead of yoga, I walk the dog. You know, mm-hmm. and I go for like an, an mm-hmm. easy walk with my mom and Brutus. And, right. And so it's interesting because I've started, I think as I get older, I used to see exercise and like myself as like, in the very micro, like by day, like what did I eat today? Mm-hmm. How much did I exercise today? What did I what did I get today? And over the holidays, that was hard when it was I was eating more and moving less. Right. And now, though, I think as I've gotten older and evolved, Timothy, like my layers are peeling, and I'm starting to see a broader vision. I start seeing, like my whole life, mm-hmm. that three days. Of eating a certain way or not moving as much and though connecting with my family and being with the people I love, that actually supports the whole of me. Yeah. And the whole of my life. I don't see it in such a 
minute space. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And I think that's something that I'm going to really work on this Christmas holiday is allowing myself to rest. Um, today I went to spin and I love spin now. And right before I was going to the class, the girl who was checking me in, she said, how was your Thanksgiving? And I said, oh, it was great. And she said, did you eat too much? And for a second I was like, huh, no, I ate the right, I ate the right amount, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and I said, I ate the right amount and I feel good about it. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, that's great. I said, yeah, (laughs) I, I do feel great about it. And, um, in years past, I think that I have dreaded the time of Thanksgiving to Christmas because I've been so worried about what I'm going to eat, how less I'm going to work out and the weight that I'm going to gain. And the truth of the matter is, is that, um, I don't, I haven't as of recently felt that, that pressure. And that doesn't mean that I won't come back again because it's, I mean, it's a wave. Um, but when she said that, I was like, it, and it almost kind of made me think like, am I supposed to feel bad about, about what I ate? And how am I speaking to other women mm-hmm. about what they're eating and the holidays? Why am I, why are the holidays? Mm-hmm. Is it just focused on gaining the weight and did you Mm -hmm. eat too much especially thanksgiving i mean christmas too and there is just such a a hype around thanksgiving that you eat a bunch of food you get stuffed so you have to unbutton your jeans and you lay on the couch and watch football right and it's like okay well could we start asking different questions Mm mm-hmm Instead of like you said, June, I'm mean, like to our to our friends, to our family, to our loved ones, to women especially. You know, instead of did you eat too much? How was your Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Uh, or, uh, did like, you enjoy the food? Yeah, maybe? could be that. Or even how was your time with your family? family. Yeah, not even about the food. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like take the food out of it completely. Yeah, and food is you know we've talked about like the center of the home is the kitchen, and mm-hmm. food has been fuel to humans for years, and it has been what we center our lives around. Yeah. And we talk about, you know, I'm actually very interested in this. I don't know if this is real. This is Haley's thought on the matter. I know Gina Marie loves the weather. You know, we talk about the weather all the time. Well, you know, I come from generations of farmers in Wisconsin. It's like, why do we always talk about the weather? Every day we wake up and when I talk to my grandma in Wisconsin, she's like, how's the weather? Mm -hmm. She's interested. She wants to know. Well, we're interested in the weather because the weather affects our crops. And Mm -hmm. it affects the food that we eat. It affects the animals that Mm -hmm. are on the land. It affects everything that we eat. So, like, our whole world centers around food because it's how we survive. Mm -hmm. And so I do think that food is such an important and instrumental part of it. And, though, could we start asking different questions Mm -hmm. about Thanksgiving? Start making it less about the food as something that brings us together. Right. And more about our time connecting or... I don't know, whatever it may be. Because it's just one day. Yes. You know, I mean, some people, I guess, they eat leftovers and stuff like that, but it's really and just then it's one just two day. Days. You know? So, yeah. Interesting. The holidays. Hmm. Coming right up. They are coming right up. They're here, actually. They're, here. they're not I'm com- sitting. They're, no, they're not coming up. <laughs> they're, they're already arrived. here. <laughs> they have arrived. I'm saying Gina Marie's home, and she's got her little baby Christmas tree up. I can see it. Sitting right there with lights and... A couple of ornaments. Uh huh. And Rob found this Santa thing. He was like, "Oh, he was so excited that he found this little Santa sculpture thing." Mm-hmm. He was like, "Look what I found!" 
Like, where did, okay, where I guess put it, it up. Where did he find it? In one of the boxes. He was, we were cleaning yesterday, and he found it in one of the boxes he had. I was like, okay, great. Yeah, put that up. Dolly's chomping on a um, doggy treat candy cane. She's going to town on it, so we're, we're being very festive It's very festive in here. It looks very, great. We're trying. The lights are up, but I haven't turned them on. It does. looks great. Okay, everyone. Well, it's just a joy to chat with you. We, we love, love y'all. Mm-hmm. We love you guys a lot. We'll be back next week, and we'll still be in touch over the holidays and then as we travel. And so stay tuned. We love you. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye.